0: Hey everyone! It's been a while. It feels good to be back. Um, this was a fun episode of Strictly Hip Hop. I got my boy Simba, who you know from the Strictly Hoop Talk side, on the 2K streamer and a member of my fancy basketball league. Which that could be like that could be a vlog in and of itself. All the all the fun that we have in that fancy basketball league and the daily hours of, of trash talk, all coming down to the playoffs. So we talk about that a little bit in this podcast for fun, but. Yeah, today's episode, I'm really excited because it's a Conway Griselda album review. And despite how much I've been talking about Griselda on this podcast, I've never actually reviewed a Griselda project yet. So this was a this was a fun one to do. So I figured, you know, what, it's been a while since I've done an album review. Let's get to it. Conway the Machine. I love talking Griselda and I've wanted to get back in the album review space. So this just seemed like the perfect opportunity. Now look, I got some big big announcements to make so first off the Chris platy show is returning next week You'll have a few clips coming out on Instagram and YouTube over the next few weeks again That's with Imperial. So make sure to follow Imperial. I posted on my Instagram as well at real Chris platy So you can catch it there But um, but mainly it'll be on the Imperial YouTube page and their Instagram page That's the best way to check it out. Make sure you flood the streets also, speaking of Imperial, I got a very, very exciting announcement to make, and that is that starting next Friday, I will be live streaming every single Friday, just shooting the shit with everybody that comes on and hops in the live and talking about all the music drops. Every Thursday night, I'm up listening to the music as it comes out. Uh, I, I love it. It's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite things all week. I look forward to it every single week, even when the music industry was dead. But now that, it's, now that it's coming back to life and we're seeing all these big drops, we saw a lot this past week, um, If it's going to be a perfect time. Because this is, truth be told, this is actually a series that I was working on last year. It's going to be a YouTube series that I wanted to do myself. But I figured, you know what, let me find a way to make more of it and make it more engaging with my audience, with my listeners so... I'm going to be doing that on my Instagram with uh with Imperial. So make sure you follow both us and both of us, I should say. And that is Real Chris Platy and Imperial Media TV. Follow both of those accounts and watch us go live and hop in the live. When we hear, you know, the the TDE album or whatever we're getting next week that's TDE. I will be going live on Friday talking about TDE and of course whatever other releases come with that. I'm very very excited for this I think this is a great way to just kind of get into talking about music and also find a way to engage everyone and really just get the audience to you know get your perspectives because I love I love talking with all of you I love engaging with all of you in the comments I'm not the biggest social media guy but you but you all make it worth it so I think the live stream is a fun way a fun happy medium for all of us to to interact and really just enjoy and share the music that we love and react to it as it comes out you know uh, as it's so fresh I, I I love it I love this idea so I'm very excited for that so be sure to check that out and of course NBA playoffs around the corner so I'm going to be ramping up strictly hoop talk episodes I'm going to be talking Lakers Nets um, a lot of contender stuff uh, a lot of the figuring out what what what's happening in the bottom tiers of the east and west playoff race so um, a, a lot of things are cranking into overdrive it took a I I took a little bit of time off to figure everything out and kind of plan everything out and now I'm really excited because, you know, it, it seems to be that time of year where everything's coming together. It's NBA playoff season. The music industry's back. The festivals are coming back together. Everything seems to be coming back to life and so this is a great, great time and I'm excited to get all this content out to you. So the best way to do this and the best way to stay engaged and up to date with everything that's happening is follow me on the socials at real chris Platy, ch-r-i-s-p-l-a-t-t-e I know you know how to spell real thank you everyone and without further ado i want to shout out my man symbol once again for coming on this podcast let's get to the episode Everyone, welcome back to Strictly Hip Hop. As always, I'm your host Chris Platty, and returning is my man number two in our fantasy basketball league right now. Also on a bye week, the only other team on a bye week in our league is my boy the 2K Messiah, Young Simba, better known on Twitter. How you doing, sir?
1: I'm good. How about you?
0: Good, man. Good. I mean, at the time we're recording this, playoffs are just starting today. And uh, if I'm being honest with you, it looks like it's a it's a crash course to meet in the finals with you. Yeah,
1: definitely. I just got to make sure my team stays healthy. Hey man,
0: who are you telling right now? right now? I got I got COVID hitting. What I got COVID hitting. I got LeBron's ankle. I got Harden's hamstring. You know, it's it's getting tough. I know there's not a lot of sympathy for me out there with with how I've been running the league this year. But my team's got to get my team's got to get healthy if I'm gonna play you in the in the finals. That's for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah, I had to drop some key pieces because they're done for the season, but I yeah. think we'll be good.
0: Yeah, man, it's been, a crazy, it's been a crazy year, it's been a fun week, and, you know, I'll probably be, like I said, seeing you in the finals, but until then, we're here to talk about Conway's new album, when I thought Griselda, I've been trying to get you on the hip-hop podcast, and I'm like, I'm like, man... Anything to do with Griselda, I know Simba's game for. So, so let's yeah, just start there. Yeah, so let's just start there. So Conway just dropped his second uh, his second project of the year, La uh, La Machina. And it is a follow-up to his February collab album with Big Ghost LTD, If It Bleeds, It Can Be Killed. And now, you know, this is all leading up to which he has announced in June, his shady debut, God Don't Make Mistakes um it's got a lot of it's got a lot of interesting pieces on it it's got a feature from one of his signees jay uh jay skeezy um you know it's got it's got jid and Ludacris, which is a track that we'll talk about on here um it's got it's got the normal the normal collaborations he's got murder beats he's got he's got alchemist he's got derringer uh, it and two chains feature as well as well and of course he has a, a posse cut with griselda with benny and west side gun um Overall, without getting into your 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 actual thoughts of the album, going into this project, this is the second of the year already, and we are only in April.
1: Uh, what what was your initial expectations going into a Griselda release? Uh, well, my initial expectations when it comes to Conway is going to be super high, because mm-hmm. not his last album with Big Ghost, but the one before that, From King to God. Yes. I think it's overall the best Griselda project to date, mm. and that that just got the expectations super high for Conway and he always comes with the bars so I'm I'm always ready to hear some new Conway and I got some high expectations for him.
0: Yeah, I am like you I have a lot of expectations for particularly Conway and, and Benny. Um, I like all three. I like all three of the the core of Griselda, but at the end of the day Conway and Benny are the ones I find myself listening to the most and coming into it i would i would disagree with the uh from a king to a god statement being the best griselda work i think it's definitely up there i think it's clearly conway's best and i think coming into this is it's one of the best griselda releases um as far as from a king to a god but i would I would probably have to go that benny and hip boy that's been the one that i've been just keeping in rotation forever since it came out but yeah, I mean, overall, I, I agree with all your sentiments, you know, coming into this, you're expecting Conway, you're expecting high quality, and, you know, you're expecting great bars, great production, interest, interesting beats, and that's another thing that we've seen in the last year of Griselda now, is that is that Griselda's starting to get that push and that momentum behind them and get those connections and you expect you expect the bars to always be there with, with elite rappers like Conway Benny Wes. Like you expect that you expect that. But what has changed in the last year, and it really started to change early last year, was the was the production and the fact that all their beats just sounded more full. They sounded more complete. They had a they had a roughness and a rawness to them at first that really attracted and and helped develop the Griselda sound. But that now it's kind of gotten to a space where where now they're they're having more samples, they're having more interesting and high caliber features on their project, and they're able to do a little bit more with each project. So going into it now, a Griselda two thousand twenty one release, especially a Conway release, and especially coming off of From a King to a God, I have very high expectations for them. Um, you know, and just and that's not just a Conway thing, that's everything with what Griselda's doing right now.
1: Yeah, definitely. Overall, Griselda as a whole, they've been growing a lot. They've been expanding their quality of music, the type of producers they work with, just the sound and everything. Like we got Benny making songs with Russ and stuff. Like yeah. I wouldn't have pictured that five never, years ago. Never. But not even two years, ago. not even the day before it happened. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like that that's a collaboration that, you know, you just again you don't expect. And then having Tyler on the on pray for Paris is like one of the yeah. that was one of the moments where I was like, oh okay, Griselda's really got it now. You know what I mean? Like they're getting everybody. So yeah, it, it's a it's a really interesting moment in space that they're in. Um, you want to you want to go ahead and kick this off with one of the records you want to highlight?
1: Uh yeah, I guess the first record that I'll highlight will be Bruiser Brody. This is like the only track on the album that really sounded like the throwback Griselda, I guess, with their boom bap type beats. Mm-hmm. And I always remember, uh, Jay Z, he or Joe Budden said Jay Z said this to him, uh, and he said you gotta start off intro strong because that's what captivates the audience. And mm-hmm. I think Conway did that. Uh, he started off the intro strong, back to back MVP caliber seasons like Pat Mahomes, yeah. like he just start coming off, uh, coming in the album strong, and I-, I love the intro a lot.
0: Yeah, I love it too. I love how he gets into you know talking about he. And that's the thing that's also changed about Griselda is like their content has evolved a little bit, and I think people are kind of shocked when I say that statement. But when you look at it, you know they came in talking about you know the things that they talk about running the streets, and now like in this track, the intro track, one of the things, one of the main bragging points of of Conway's whole verse is talking about you know the stuff he's doing with drum work, you know, mm-hmm. and so it just shows the it shows the evolution, and like you said, you know, it's a great way to start it's a great way to start the album. Um, I think it, I think it had some memorable bars. You talked about the, um, you talked about the one with Patrick Mahomes. Um, You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of just like, it it, it feels very, it feels very um, momentous, like the intro, like it feels like, it feels like a moment. And that's something that's hard to do. Um, especially when you're, especially when you're releasing at the frequency that Griselda does. So this is one that, like, immediately when I cut this on, again, I have high expectations, as do you. I'm just like, I'm just instantly. I close my eyes, I smile, I start bouncing my head. I'm like, yeah, okay, we're 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 good, we're good. We're any any
1: slight fear that I had about this not being a dope project is immediately erased. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I love the way they came in, or er, uh, Conway came in on the intro. It was yeah. definitely great.
0: Yeah, I actually want to kick it, so I'll hit. I'll hit with my first record, and this is the one that surprised me the most. Here, um, pulling up was the KD song, because the KD song was like, it was just a, it was just a, a kind of a big switch up for me, because it's trap, it's high energy, but it's placed in between these two slow, soulful, introspective songs, and this one is like the hook. the the hook with it is very is very uh commercially commercial friendly i'll say and so it was just one that was a very nice switch up to it was just a very nice switch up to like hit you know it, it was weird it was almost like some um i can't remember who the flow is like and it's been driving me crazy since i heard that hook but the but the the hook almost sounds like it's like a like a street male version of like cardi b or something it's very catchy it's very it's very interesting it's a really different record so i really wanted to get your perspective knowing you know how how you uh how you appreciate griselda how you felt about a record like that because i could see some griselda fans maybe kind of not liking that record as much as others but it actually turned out to be one of my favorites on on the album
1: Yeah, I definitely love this track. I love, like, he tried out the the double time flow. Pretty sure Mm -hmm. that's what people call it. And, yeah, overall, it was one of the better tracks on the album, in my personal opinion. Like, he's still coming with the bars as always. Mm -hmm. And he's trying out new stuff, which is great. Like, I love when artists, like, you can stick to the stuff that works, of course, but when you try out new stuff and it works as well, you just love to see the growth exactly that 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 really speaks to the growth and like you know you're always
0: gonna have me when you have uh when you have like a four like a four bar verse with talking about like basketball reference like and you know this shit costs a big ticket like kg in boston text day in peace i'm in portland like if you just start doing the whole fab blueprint which is just name every basketball player you cool with (laughs) <laughs> like that that's always going to be a win for me and then of course you know shine out i got Janae features and all that like it was just a really dope song it was braggadocious it was fun and it was something that it was something that again was outside of the element of what you normally expect from griselda and if it's not hit right it it really does it really hurts so it's actually a it's actually a huge creative risk when um when artists like Conway and and Benny do things like this, which I thought they've done on their on their last few projects, where they've had more songs that that have more of a, a of a commercial friendly sound to them. But if those don't hit, then the fan base and just the and just the project itself is looked at very differently. But the fact that this one hits, and you know they've been able to consistently hit with these the last couple projects, I think, uh, like you said, it really speaks to their their growth and their ability to. Um, and they're just
1: their continued upward trajectory, really. Yeah, definitely. I love to see it. And I guess hopping into my second track, some more growth, I guess, uh, the track uh, Grace with Jay Skis on it. Yep, I absolutely love this track. I think this is my favorite track on the album. I, Jay Skis, he was rapping on there, but they also used a sample. I, I tried searching it up. I couldn't find where the sample was from.
0: Oh, I think I got it here. So go ahead and keep talking. I think I I I got it. Yeah, it was
1: a super memorable sample. Uh, I've heard it other places. I'm not exactly sure where. And yeah, Jay Skees, he was rapping on it to come in. And then Conway, he came in with the bars. I love the hook too as well, where it's kind of melodic, but he's still rapping. Uh, Jay Skees is still rapping on the hook. And yeah, he's just showing off his drum work people uh, throughout the whole album. But Mm -hmm. this was definitely my favorite uh, track on the album
0: yeah so the sample i i don't want i don't want to play it during the podcast um but the sample itself is is a song called wait waiting for you in the rain it's a it's a taiwan song um so maybe i've heard it somewhere before i want to look into this more and was uh was sampled in it's saying this is the only place it's been sampled in in hip-hop but you're right because when i heard it it sounded like something familiar too but that's yeah. the only sample that's coming up in there so um, as of as of right now, I'm using Who Sampled, by the way, which is a great like database for, for listeners that uh, that are interested in the whole sampling stuff. Uh, Who Sampled is a great database for finding for finding great samples. You can find where they're sampled, like what song, and you know if that sample has been covered or if it's been put in other songs. So it's a it's a great database for that. But according to Who Sampled, that's the only uh, sample increase. But you're right, I felt the same way about it and to get to get to your j skis point like that dude is nice like buffalo's got one like uh, honestly i wouldn't mind a collab between uh, a collab project with him and coway because what's interesting is he has this pocket simba that like me i really like which is like the 90s slash 2000s rapper that raps on a hook and like they, it's a little bit of a melody, but it's still, like, it's still, like, a rap, it's still, like, a rapper doing a hook, like, you know, Joe Budden is famous for doing it, um, people like Saigon as well, like, those are the artists that, like, most people, when they listen to it, wouldn't really, wouldn't really like those hooks, because they're, they sound too, like, they sound too unpolished, but... It really does, for me, it, it works and it hits. And that was actually my favorite part of the whole song was the hook, surprisingly, which is something, again, I'm not expecting coming into a Conway song, especially when Conway isn't on the hook. But yeah, I like this guy a lot. I think he collaborates well with Conway and I think his ability to... He's had some of the more catchy and memorable parts of this whole project, like, uh, like a record I'll get into in a second. And so I think that he is somebody that could really compliment Conway well, and they could actually really do a project uh, because they could play to each other's strengths.
1: Yeah. I definitely love to hear a project or just more music with them two together. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jay skis. Every time I've heard him so far, he's shown out. And I think that leads you into your next track. Yeah. And that does lead me right into my next track, which is blood roses. And, you know, I
0: honestly think my favorite part of the whole song is Jay's part. Like it, like the the punch lines on this and the um and the bars from conway are are good on here but they're they're solid but they're just not on the same level especially coming off of the 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 previous tracks before it um so i think that this is one that this is the only time i can say without a doubt that like as far as a verse goes that that jay has the best part of the song or that conway doesn't have the best part of the song i should say so that's something and then another thing that like i'm really nitpicky about maybe maybe you feel a different way but i hate when rappers do those wait i mean bars you know what i mean uh, like he has the line in here i want to look it up real quick he has the line in here where um where he's talking where he's talking about let's see here let me find it let me find he's it. he's
1: like I, I didn't write it oops i mean i wrote it so yeah
0: something yeah. Like that. yeah uh uh he says, "You should see their face when they find out I didn't wrote it." Ha! Oops. I mean, didn't write it. Excuse me. I just got excited. Like, bro, those bars, like, very rarely do those ever come off clean to me. Like, I don't like the like, just rhyming. I don't like the oops. Wait, I mean, like, none of that stuff, man. Just stick to, just stick to like a punchline. Just stick to a different punchline, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy for that, but I don't, I don't like those kind of bars. And th- that really turned me off about it, honestly.
1: I usually don't like them, but the fact that he switched up his flow with the oops, like yeah. when he, uh, I guess, said the oops part. Yeah, I, I kind of like that, but I usually <laughs> tend to not like it myself as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, but me, that's picky. But yeah, Blood Roses is a is a good track. And like I said, I was surprised that Jay Skis was was my favorite was my favorite part of the song, and that's not and that's honestly one of the only places on this whole project I can say that. That, that Conway doesn't have my favorite part.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, one more thing about this song. It had my favorite, uh, I guess, like, two lines out of the whole track. I mean, out of the whole uh, album. Let me find it real quick. Uh, Conway, he said, um, my bad. Uh, I'm. Uh, he said, I had to give the little homie shooting this mag. I'm not really that mad. I just want to give a shooter a bag. Like, that shit that yeah. was super crazy to me.
0: Cause, Especially like, with just...
1: the Alex like, yeah, he's hard. just saying like he just want to <laughs> just pay him, but he got to kill somebody. I don't know. That that was yeah. super crazy to me. Yeah, uh, no. it's it's a line, Mir. You can't pull off and make it sound hard. Like when
0: the listeners yeah. are like, okay, like I I guess that's a cool line, but again, we're not we're not world famous rappers that can like that can that can deliver it like they can with the sauce. Like it sounds different coming from from a dude like Conway than it does from a dude like Mir. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> But yeah, I, I um I enjoy Blood I enjoy Blood Roses. Do you have another one that you want to bring up?
1: Yeah, my final one is gonna be a uh, S E Gang. That's the uh, whole Griselda collab, West Side, mm-hmm. Conway, and Benny. And I absolutely love this song. I don't know what sample. Once again, they were using like a guitar or something in the background, just like on a loop. Yeah. And that guitar is amazing. First time hearing it, I won't lie, I didn't like it, but after Ooh. playing it and playing it. It's become one of my favorite tracks on the album and yeah, Conway he just came in rapping. Benny, he has some bars. They call me Mr. Change Your Verse. Yeah, I I love that hard. part. And then <laughs> West Side Gun talking about shooting up people's families. Like it's just some West Side Gun stuff. You expect that from him. And overall, wasn't my favorite at first, but it definitely grew on uh with me and I'm starting to love it.
0: Yeah, man. That was one see, that was one that immediately like when it was when it was when it was the closing track and it was the Griselda track, I was like, okay. I was really excited. I had really high expectations. And then I hear that guitar come on and I'm like, man, this is crazy. Like this is a good this is a good ass beat. And then Conway came in fire. It's probably one of his best verses of the whole album, but I think Benny got this one like like me I love doing the conversations and the debates of like of like okay who has the best verse and to me it was Benny on this one like the way he came in I honestly like I said with the intro that this was the only other moment where when he came on, I actually had like I actually smiled, closed my eyes and started bobbing my head and like just laughing at how good Benny came in. Like when he said, You ain't a shooter, you Ben Simmons with the, the J don't work. Like he was just he was just coming in and then like the saying, you know, the Jose Canseco, by the way I played the played in dirt. Like again, just just the way Benny came in was just too next level and I loved it and it, it once again reaffirmed that no disrespect to conway on this review but i benny's just always going to be my my favorite off griselda because he just always has the ability to make me stop every time he he comes on a track
1: yeah all, all three artists definitely showed out uh, on this track i mean Westside, the Adlibs, i'm mean, i'm always gonna love that conway and benny they rapped. i'd probably give uh benny the best verse as well but conway was pretty close mm-hmm. uh and, yeah, just overall, a nice Griselda posse cut, I guess. Definitely love to see it.
0: What would you rank this among Griselda posse cuts? Like, is this, like, like you don't have to have, like, a number, like, number seven. Like, just, like, oh, upper upper tier, kind of middle. Because, I mean, at this point, they have a lot of collaborations. I should have right. looked at the number they have of, like, all three of them on a track. But at this point, it's it's very high. And... I would imagine that this for me would be very upper upper tier. Like I would say, probably within my within my top ten to top five. Between this is
1: uh, it's like middle upper. Like I'm I'm not gonna put it in like the top tiers, but it's better than middle. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's it's great. It's great, but I'm not putting it up there with uh, the best, like Griselda. That's yeah. It.
0: Yeah, I would probably have to put it somewhere in the top ten. Top five would probably be a little bit too uh, too ambitious, but yeah, this is a great, great one. And um, you know, I went through my shout out Benny, but I got to shout out Westside again as well for all the reasons you mentioned. Um, it was it was just a really really dope track. And honestly, this track is the is the only other track that or the second most listened to track I think for me on the project. It's either between that. Or um, or K D or my or my last track too, which is the uh, which is the one with Jid that I just had to bring up, you know, Scatterbrain like that one is crazy coming in. So first it shocked me because I I saw that uh, Jid was on the album, so I assumed it was the it was the little single that they put out like a couple weeks before the ballads with uh yeah. and Jid. But then I was shocked to find out that no, it was it was a totally different song. And this song came out in 2021, and it has Ludacris on it, and I'm like, okay, this is gonna be interesting. And it immediately comes in with just like with just like that little choir in the background and the hard drop. It, it the hi hats are placed very nice, and I love the way that Conway and Jid play mm-hmm. off of each other. Like I didn't think I didn't expect Griselda to to really. It seems like Conway in particular really, really uh, messes with Jid, like lyrically and, and from a, and from a collaborative standpoint. And you and the thing, my my big telltale when it comes to rappers liking other rappers is if you're doing a collaboration and you two play off each other's verses, like that to me shows like okay, you have you have like a real respect for this rapper and you actually enjoy working with this rapper. And so when when uh, when when Conway kind of comes in with his first verse. And then and then Jid comes in for a sixteen, and then Conway kind of closes his out going off of the same rhyme scheme, and then going into a new one for like another four bars, and then leading out to to Ludacris. I thought was a I thought was a really really dope moment, and I think it was you know uh, another side point. I think Jid is just absolutely getting better and better as far as his feature game goes and and his writing ability. But as far as sticking to the main subject of Conway here. I, I loved that, and I was blown away by the fact that they had so much chemistry, which is something that I wouldn't have really expected before hearing these two tracks together.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest, I haven't really heard much of Jid, but I heard the ballads track. I absolutely love that. And after this track, I definitely got to check out some of his albums or mixtapes because yeah. I'm really not too familiar. I think uh, if we're talking about best verse again, since it's three of them, I got to give it to Jid. I love like yes. the Billy Clinton line.
0: Oh and, man, that uh, was the, hard.
1: Like killing the engineer and the dude mixing. I, yeah. I I love that stuff. Like he just came in super hard and like you said when they were rotating, like back and forth. I I really love that.
0: Yeah, man. Listen, I'm a big I'm a big Jid fan, so I'm gonna actually after after we cut off this recording, I'm gonna send you I'm gonna send you a couple of songs to to show you just kinda like uh, Cause you know I can recommend projects and stuff, but I'll send you I'll send you a couple songs as like a little as a little feeler out, so you can see kind of if you want to dive into him more. Cause mm-hmm. I think he's immensely talented. and He's honestly, again, he's one of my most anticipated uh, anticipated artists coming out this year as far as albums go, especially because if the rumor is true that he's got an album with no ID, like oh, yeah. I'm ready for that. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was a great track and uh, overall, I mean, we didn't really talk about it either of us, but. You you were a fan of Ludacris's verse, right? Uh, honestly,
1: no. Uh, no? Okay. No, I I, I cut it off. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, it's it's not for me personally. Like, yeah, it, 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 I I just didn't like it. Uh, that's like, fair. You... Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Were you gonna Were you gonna elaborate on that, or you just want to keep nah, it at that? No, I, keep I, it I at think that. I'll
1: just leave it at that. Yeah, yeah. But that's I'm that's fair. That's fair. Lud is a
0: legend. Lud is a legend. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm. I, I won't go that far. I don't cut it off. But, like, it does after after Conway comes back for those four bars after JID, I feel complete with the song. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah. like, all right, like, Luda's not bad on it. I actually kind of, the first time I enjoyed it, I heard it. Or the first time I heard it, I enjoyed it. And then as I kind of sat with it more, I kind of just find myself, like, listening to the JID verse and the Conway verse and, like, appreciating that and then kind of like and then kind of zoning out like on my phone you know like the 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 rest of the song like not changing the song but you know what i'm saying kind of just okay let me pop open twitter and stuff you know what i mean instead of just sitting there and being like damn these two are going at it so yeah i'm with you on that i think that was again i think that's conway just doing kind of like doing again what what griselda can do now with the bag is they can reach into all these other artists and you know, Luda's probably the generation that you know Conway kind of grew up on. Like, I barely grew up on Ludacris. Like, I grew up on like super duper pop Ludacris when I was like very young, and like pimping all over the world and stuff like that. But you know, at the end of the day, I was Ludacris wasn't like a, a. I missed like the the initial the initial wave of Ludacris and the initial height height of Ludacris. And so you know, Conway for him, it's probably it's probably different. It's probably one of those things like how a lot of rappers get. No matter how inconsistent Lil Wayne is at this point in his career, I see every rapper want to have them on his song. Like, any rapper that comes up now still wants to have a Lil Wayne song. And that's just because, you know, Wayne is that guy. And I think Ludacris, to a much lesser extent, is that is that with Conway. I mean, I'm just theorizing. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Conway just did this to do it. But maybe he, you know, maybe he just appreciates Luda like the way, you know,
1: some artists, some of these young artists appreciate Wayne. Yeah, d- definitely, because, like, Griselda, they always bring back, like, a bunch of older people. Like, yeah. Jim Jones, he always comes back and goes crazy. They do songs with Jadakiss, Fat Joe. Yeah. Like, they do songs with all, like, the older guys. Yeah. And I, I usually tend to like it, but yeah. this Luda one is just a passionate yeah. person.
0: Yeah, and Jim Jones is a different animal because he's still in shape and making music. Yeah, yeah he like, like, it's different than Ludacris. But, yeah, I, I get what you're saying, and I agree 100%. They, send a, they tend to, like... One of my favorite Kesha tracks ever is the one with Black Thought. Now Black Thought's definitely in shape. I mean that dude hasn't yeah. stopped rapping, but so that's a a, a kind of unfair comparison. But like that one was was a crazy crazy collab between him and Benny. So uh, so I I'm not a fan uh, I'm not a fan of this particular um, feature. But again, it's something that I expect going forward, and I expect to more times to not like it.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely gonna keep bringing back people, and it's it's you nine times out of ten it hits. Yeah, uh, and it's not like his verse was bad; it's just not personally for me though.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Let's transition to our overall thoughts on the album. I'll let you kick it off. What would you give it in a score out of ten? And what are just kind of your overall thoughts going, uh, walking away from this album?
1: Uh, overall, if I had to give it out of ten, I'd give it a solid eight. I don't mm-hmm. think it's as good as uh from King to God, but it's still a really good album, which I'll definitely be coming back to. Uh, but it's not a 10, if that makes sense. And mm-hmm. looking forward, I mean, I'm, I'm just ready to hear new Conway, his new album coming in June, shady records debut. I'm ready mm-hmm. for it. Hopefully it can be better. But I mean, if, if it's just this Conway, kind of I'm, I'm still super happy with it.
0: Yeah. And that's, that's how I feel. So like I'll, i'll start with my first overall is seven out of ten um i like the album i think it's a very solid album the production is nice conway's rapping well um it's sequenced nice like honestly when i listen to it i have really no complaints other than you know a few occasional moments where where it kind of dips for me but not even not to an unlistenable portion or not to an unlistenable level and for the most part Griselda's generally improving i agree with you that uh that his last, his last project, From King to a God, or the one before the collab, um, is still, to this day, Conway's best project. But generally speaking, over the last like, year or so, Griselda is improving. Um, the releases have seemed to slow down, but they're still at a high frequency. So, I'm thinking I honestly, like at this point, as somebody that's a big Griselda fan like, like you... You know griselda if we're being honest carried us through these last two years which has been a drought for music 2019 just happened to be a year where schedule schedule wise all of the big artists took off and then nobody saw the the pandemic coming last year which really slowed down music as well so for the last two years griselda has been really giving us some of the best music or most of the best music of the last two years and, and what has been kind of a very boring, a boring two years after 2018, which was a really, really fun year for music. So I'm appreciative of all that. But I, I think I'm at that point now where as a longtime Griselda fan, I kind of want to see them slow down because I want to like right now they keep they keep hitting me. And every time I'm ready for it and I pride myself on being some somebody that that actually takes the time to listen to everything that comes out. Or as much as I can that comes out, and I'm never I'm never coming into a Griselda album not expecting something quality, but I'm also they don't give me a chance to miss them. You know what I mean? Like I'm still bumping the Benny album, and I know Benny's gonna come back soon again. And it's like, or right, well, then he did with the um with the project with uh who's it Harry Fraud yeah, and it was like and it was like I appreciated it and I loved it, but at the same time I'm like man like I was still bumping your last project like you don't gotta you don't, you gotta give yourself some more time here make me kinda wanna miss you more and I think I think it would make these projects because this if this was another rapper if you and I Simba didn't know this rapper and we heard this album we would say yo this dude's got this dude's up next like this dude's got something but the fact that it's Conway and that he has such a high caliber of discography we're kind of set in this mind state of like, of like, okay, yeah, this is cool. This is great. I'm happy. I'm satisfied. But you know, now, now I'm looking forward to June. And it's like, I think, I think it would take, it would really behoove them if they slow down to maybe not even one release a year, but like two releases a year or something like that. Something to really kind of slow down the rate. Because I think that, I think that if we, if they go away more, we'll have more of a, more of an appetite for them when they, when they come back. And right now, I think that that Conway and just all of Griselda in general, um, I think, could really benefit from that. And as a longtime Griselda listener, like I want to get your thoughts on that, like, because that's a big that's a big debate within the Griselda community. Do they keep going at the frequency they're going or should they continue to slow down?
1: Yeah, I, I definitely do agree, especially now that the music is more like I, I'm uh, I don't know how to word this like it's. Produce better in my personal opinion like yeah, yeah. we love the boom bap stuff but it's more like quality music yeah it's more complete sense. now yeah more complete and yeah especially with the benny example like uh i was still listening to the the oh what, what was it called i'm totally burden
0: of proof but yeah
1: i was still listening to burden of proof and yeah. then he dropped plugs i met too and like i i I still listen to both, but it's it's too much. Like, if he would have gave it, like, he drops uh, Plugs I Met to in, like, June, I feel like that would have been better. Right. I don't know. It was just too soon in between the both. Like, when he dropped uh, the first Plugs I Met in 2018, and then yeah. he had his BSF album in, like, the summer of 2019, I believe, and then he dropped uh, Burden of Proof. Like, he, he gave it some time in between. I like that instead of just back-to-back. Westside though, I'm definitely anticipating him because it feels yeah. like it's been a while. He had the one album with like Jada Kiss and Black Thought and everyone, but that one was kind of like slept over. But right. uh, Pray for Paris, I love that album a lot. Yeah. So I'm definitely anticipating Westside's next drop.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm anticipating and yeah, again I think it, I think if they just schedule their releases different, I don't think they got to do like you don't got to do the like Kendrick Lamar bro like don't go away for four years, yeah. but but like you know give yourself like two a year or maybe one a year and i think i think you would really be able to again not only cuz i can't really complain because at the same time like if you're telling me all right take this album right now that we just, the this this album right now this machine album we're reviewing and cut two songs off it like i would probably cut i would probably be able to decide on two to cut but like i wouldn't be overly passionate about cutting those songs you know what I mean like they're still quality songs so it's not like it's not like they're not delivering us quality they are delivering us quality every time but the issue is that I think like can you imagine how much better these albums would be if they if they took more time and if we had more of an appetite for them because I think that's a big thing too like that's a big thing with Kendrick right now is everybody's like it's been four years, so everybody's just dying for for this new Kendrick album, or this new Drake album, or this new Cole album, or whoever you want to name. But it's because they've been gone so long, and I think that that's something that can honestly benefit an artist. Like I think Future and Young Thug are of the same wave to me. Is that you know I would like for them to take more time between their releases because they they stay relevant through features and all of that. And it seems like Future's just kind of always dropping music. And, you know, and as a result with Future, there are some hits and some misses. But overall, I think he would benefit from really going away. And I think that's what I would like Griselda to do moving moving forward.
1: Yeah, I really wish they kind of followed like the Freddie Gibbs recipe, I guess. Like he usually yeah. drops like one full length project. And then throughout the year, he'll drop like singles, Lucy's, he'll mm-hmm. drop a bunch of features. I feel like that's yeah. probably the best way to go about doing it. Like you still give I... us a great quality album every year and then just a bunch of extra tracks that we can consume as we wait for the new one
0: yeah i agree with that and i and i don't mean this i don't mean this statement lightly because i hold freddie gibbs in very very high regard but i mean i think there's a good chance that if if benny does a a project just one project in a year that it can be as good as as bandana or pinata like I, I think that Benny is of that caliber to where he can if he takes enough time to master his work that he can that he can give you a Grammy nominated album or a, a Grammy level quality album. I think that's definitely in the I think that's definitely in the um poss- realm of possibility for them, and that's not something I'm I'm using to knock Freddie Gibbs at all because I think Freddie Gibbs is one of the most talented rappers in the game right now. But I just I just see that Griselda is that is that good and that quality. And I think that if they, again, if they nurse it out, it's again, do you want do you want consistently good music or do you want occasionally great music? And I, to me, would like occasionally great music. In this world where we're getting new music all the time, I would rather have the one that, that sticks with me longer than like the, the good just don't stick with me. There's a ton of good music that I don't listen to anymore. But all the great music, I still listen to, no matter how old it is.
1: Yeah, that, that's definitely true. Like, if I just go through my personal playlist, like most of my music that I listen to, like I say, eighty percent of it is like years old. The rest is like somewhat new in like the last year or two. But yeah, overall, I mean, if they were to condense it, drop it once a year, and drop like a great album, I I'd, I'd definitely prefer that and yeah. Benny he definitely has that star potential in my opinion especially with all the connects he has like he has oh yeah songs with Drake in the tuck with Meek in the tuck like those could go crazy like bring him to the mainstream to be honest
0: yeah I'm tired of hearing about that Drake and Benny in the cut man I've been hearing about that shit for two years like if they don't just drop that shit already like yeah, I'm tired of, I'm tired of it but no like, I agree I agree with you but Overall, man, I think we're both very satisfied with this album. We very much recommend it. Give uh give the listeners your favorite songs off the
1: off the album. Uh my favorite uh my favorite three songs will probably be Grace by uh obviously Conway. Uh then K D and Scatterbrain. Mm-hmm. Those would probably be my top three. Also okay. the, the song uh two hundred pies, that'll be number four I guess. I really like uh two chains on there. Yeah, man, we didn't even mention that one. Two Chain sounds like home on that. Like that
0: was a that was a great, great feature placement there. Um, that was a good. That was a very good song. If I had to name my three my three or four favorites, uh, it would be the it would be the Posse Cut. It would be Scatterbrain, uh, which the Posse Cut is Se Gang. Um, then then Scatterbrain, which is Ludacris, um, Grace. And KD, yeah, I think I would keep probably around the same. And then an honorable mention to uh Clarity as well. That that is a that is a very dope introspective record as well that we didn't that we didn't mention in the review that I really like. So um yeah, overall overall I would say I would say those are my those are my big my go to listens to
1: songs off the album. Yeah, definitely a great album overall and I'll keep coming back until we drop something new. Yeah, my man.
0: Listen, I appreciate you coming on the podcast, as always. Um, it was good to get you on the hip-hop side, because I know, unfortunately, unfortunately, there ain't too much to talk about on the Indiana side, too much that we want to talk about. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe you're fired up on some Indiana Pacers takes, I'm sure you are, actually, yeah. but... I saw some of your tweets actually within the last day. So yeah, I know you're actually fired up about that, but, but I won't bring you through the pain and you won't bring me through the pain to talk about the Pistons, but, but overall, I'm glad I could get you on the hip hop side to kind of change things up, man. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. Always. You're, you're welcome back anytime. And I'll link all of your, all of your content in your, in, in the description of this podcast, Check him out. He streams 2K. He's, he's one of the best streamers in the game. I appreciate him. I tune in, and he's got a really, really dope setup. I, I, love, the, I love the setup. I keep saying that every time, but I love it. Hey, thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. All right, you take care. Good luck to you. Um, good luck until you face me in the, in the NBA finals of Fancy
1: Basketball. Yep, good luck as well.